0: In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen Today is the third Sunday of the blessed month of Saoud, And the Gospel today is from Luke chapter 19 Which is about the Lord's visit to the house of Zacchaeus And as I mentioned you know, in the past two weeks The theme of this Coptic month is the love of God the Father The love of God the Father And, and this week in the Gospel of today We see the love of God the Father manifested in His love for sinners, in His love for sinners. And we say, when we say that God loves sinners, we're not saying that God approves of sin. We're not saying that God approves of sin, but rather that God the Father, in His great love, He sent His only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to become incarnate in order to save us. Save us who? Save us, the sinners. And we see this in the Gospel of today. Our Lord, He said, Today salvation has come to this house. Salvation has come to this house. For the Son of Man has come to seek that which was lost. And to save that which was lost. You see the love of God. Zacchaeus was lost. He was. He was lost. He was not only a tax collector... But actually, and you know the tax collectors, they're considered heathen. Very wicked people, these tax collectors. They were considered traitors of the Jews. They were the worst. And Zacchaeus was the worst of the worst. Because he was the chief. He was the chief tax collector. And tax collectors, they were hated because of their greed they were no, and I'm like the secretary of one of the thing and my job is to collect money from Yanni and like in our board or whatever and I feel like, I'm like hated every time, excuse me, can I have, uh, you know, some money no one likes it and the tax collectors though like the greediest people the greediest people they were known to be ruthless in their love for money and they were known for extortion like threatening people and being cunning. And Zacchaeus, you know, he's very famous for climbing a sycamore tree. But previously, before this story, he was known for climbing on people. He was known for climbing and and crushing people with the tax burdens that he would put on people. And he must have been so aggressive and more aggressive than any other tax collector. And that's why he became... He climbed all all the way to the top From climbing on top of people And the interesting thing is that the name Zacchaeus Actually means I don't know, it's kind of like Arabic Zacchaeus means pure, pure, chaste And and, And like us, Zacchaeus was supposed to be pure and chaste But he became tainted with sin He became tainted by the love of money and greed. And in the gospel of today, our Lord Jesus Christ came to restore Zacchaeus back to his name. Back to be pure and chaste. That's why the gospel today is about restoration. Restoration. Restoration is the act of returning something to its former state. Our Lord Jesus Christ, he visited Zacchaeus to restore him. And the Lord Jesus Christ, he would love to restore us. I love when we pray in the Gregorian liturgy. We say, when he or when Adam and the humanity fell through the deception of the enemy and the disobedience of your holy commandment, you desire to renew him and restore him. To his first estate. To restore him to his first estate. And the gospel of today is full of restoration. That's why I want to speak to you about how we can experience this restoration in our life. Number one, restoration comes only through the Lord Jesus Christ. Only comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. I read a beautiful story recently about a church that had a very big pipe organ. Actually, this church used to have a big pipe organ. In the back, get in that empty space up in the in the rafters. And actually, the pipe organ that you know how much it's worth? It's crazy. It's like worth like two hundred thousand dollars. Haggas like, like these pipe organs that were in churches, so expensive. And unfortunately, this pipe organ that was in a church broke, broke down, and everyone's so sad. Our pipe organ doesn't, doesn't work. So the church called in like a bunch of experts, sound engineers and, and repairmen and a bunch of people to try to fix the organ. And no one could fix the organ. No one could fix the organ. So they, they kind of gave up on the organ. Then Mara, one of the elderly men in the church said, I would like to, I mean, I missed the, the sound of the organ. Can I go, like, inspect and try to repair it? And, like, the staff member said, hey, what's this old man going to do? This is, uh, he can't do anything. Uh, they said, I, I'm embarrassed to tell him no, so I'll let him go. And yeah, how, wouldn't he just try and play around and whatever. He's not going to do anything anyway. So after this old man played with the organ a few days, guess what? He fixed it. He fixed it. And the staff member was so shocked. How did you fix this organ? And they asked him, like we called, we said, they said, we called in the experts. We tried to fix it so many times. But then the old man said, it was I who built this organ 50 years ago. I created it, I built it, and now I have restored it. I have restored it. I think oftentimes especially these days whenever we are faced with a problem we seek like a secular solution we seek a secular solution and rather than turning to God we put a lot of trust on experts and misharfe and science and we put too much trust in money and we put a lot of trust in everything but God is the creator he is the creator he is the one that restores the Lord is the one who restored the woman with the flow of blood for 12 years this woman she went to every person every physician every healing method every way and she couldn't find healing but she came to the Lord and she was restored she came to the Lord and she was restored I want to make it clear I'm not against experts And I'm not against that You know uh, We shouldn't go to experts I'm against the notion That they have all the answers Experts have their limitations The experts couldn't fix the organ And sometimes Our problems can't be fixed by experts It needs the Lord to fix it It was the Lord who restored the woman with the flow of blood. There was a certain man in the gospel. He approached Jesus and he had like a withered hand. He had a withered hand. And the Lord asked him, stretch out your hand. And then after the man stretched out his hands, the gospel says as he stretched it out, his hand was... His hand was restored as whole as the other. And I think the key to this restoration is what? Is the ability to stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand to God. You see, Zacchaeus stretched out his hand. How did he stretch out his hand? By climbing into this... Stretching, he wants to reach Christ I need to get to Christ I want to see him, I want to be with him I need him so bad I know he's coming this way, I'm going to go see him Stretch out your hand To the Lord Jesus Christ When we stretch out our our hands We're pleading with God to intervene on our behalf The deep irony about Zacchaeus And stretching out his hand Is if you think about it Zacchaeus had no reason to stretch out his hand Why? Zacchaeus' livelihood depends on the Roman government And the chief accusation against the Lord Jesus Christ Even when they wanted to crucify him They said, this is a new king And if you don't crucify him, you are not friends with Caesar So, Yanni, if you're thinking about Zacchaeus And why he's so eager to see the Lord It's not just, I'm just eager to see all the rumors. No, he felt something more. He wanted healing. He wanted something greater. Otherwise, he knows that this man could possibly, like, the ideas could take away his job, could take away his riches, could take away his profession. But he wasn't after those things. The fact is that Zacchaeus pursued the Lord Jesus Christ so intently because he was convicted of his sin. He was convicted of his sin. And this is why one of the most beautiful things That I love about Zacchaeus Is if you think about Zacchaeus How many insecurities he had This are all full of insecurities One insecurity is He is We little man And the wee little man was he And everyone he sees him A oh, little short man So he's like insecure about who he is And his appearance But he didn't let His insecurity prevents him from wanting to go see the Lord Jesus Christ. Oftentimes, we let our insecurities... What are people going to say if I climb up the tree? What are people going to say if I start doing this? What are people going to say about me if I change this? What are people going to say? What are people... I don't know. And then a lot of people, they stay away from church because of their insecurities. Oftentimes, when I talk to young people, I say, uh, Yanni, why aren't you coming to church? Or why... And usually it's the time of insecurity, like deep insecurity. They're in a phase of life, they don't know what they're doing with their life, don't, don't know whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's a stressful time. And they're worried at minute tons, input the tons. They're so good at asking and putting, and what are you doing with your life? And what are you doing? And then the kids, they get insecure and they say, I don't know, I'm not going. I'm huh? just and we let sometimes our insecurity prevent us from seeing the Lord. Look at Zacchaeus here. didn't let any insecurity. They know he knows he's awake. He knows no one likes him. He knows no, He knows everything. But yet he still is going to. He says, "I need to go see Jesus. I need to go see Jesus." I'm sure Zacchaeus like, felt the same thing that uh, Levi felt. How they're both. Tax collectors, the same profession But both of these people left Their like tax office Left their tax office And their fancy lifestyles And to be with the Lord Zacchaeus and Levi Or Saint Matthew Sick of their old way of life They wanted to be Restored They wanted to be restored Through the Lord Jesus Christ God is the Restorer Restorer God is the restorer and the devil is the destroyer God is the restorer and devil is the destroyer the gospel says the thief does not come except to steal and kill and to destroy i have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly devil loves to destroy the devil loves to take the devil, it takes our joy, takes our joy, takes our joy in service, takes our joy in every, takes our joy from us. The devil destroys our peace. It destroys our peace. The devil, like leaves us anxious, leaves us uncertain, but the Bible is always certain. The Bible says, and we know all things work together for good, to those who love God. Tabdaa, certainty will are not certain. But the devil loves to destroy. Certain, I say, I don't know, uh, uh, and confuse us. The devil does destroyer. The devil loves to to plant doubt. He takes our faith. He destroys our faith and plants doubt, and says, "You're not a good person." You think you're a good person? Say you're not a good person. Look how many sins you've done. Look at how many things that you've done. You're a bad person. Don't go to church. There's no repentance, no forgiveness for you. No one likes you. And the devil loves to destroy people like this. But God is a restorer. Is a restorer. I'm saying all these things because I want us to see what the devil has taken from us. What has he taken from us? Maybe he's taken our purity. Maybe he's taken our chastity. Like Zacchaeus. He's taken our purity. He's taken this. He's taken our peace. He's taken, left us anxious. He's taken so many things from us. Why? But God is the restorer. He brings it all back. He makes all things new. Go to the Creator, the one who owns the organ, the one who bought the organ, installed the organ. Go to Him, and He can. Restore, he can restore Number two, in order to be restored by God Not only do we need to approach God But we must come with a spirit of repentance A spirit of repentance Imagine you have an old, ugly, beat-up kitchen And this kitchen is in desperate need of restoration Yeah, yeah and you bring in the contractor, so happy to take your money into what the and it's gonna make it so brand new. And then after you see the work necessary to remodel the kitchen, you say, you know what? The hole in the cabinet, is so I can live with it. And the floor is disgusting, it's okay, I'll just wipe it, mop it, keda. And we're okay. Yeah, we just live keda biha. Yeah, okay. That's okay for a kitchen. I give you fine, Malish. It's okay. Live into a, however you want to live. That's in your spiritual life. Not acceptable. Not acceptable. When you see like repentance and what it entails for, don't be scared to say like, oh no, I'm good to live my usakha. I'm okay to live with this sin in my life. No, the the person who comes to Jesus has to come and say. Repenting, I'm ready to make the change. I'm ready to do uh, uh, like to make whatever change is necessary. That's why I love in the gospel the Lord. Uh, what did Zacchaeus say when he met the Lord? He said, "Lord, look, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I." To name him. I restore fourfold. I restore fourfold. Notice how Zacchaeus, he restored others before he was restored. If you want to be restored, you have to restore others, to be reconciled with others. And you know the famous verses from Matthew if you have the gift at the altar, leave it and be reconciled. Then come and and offer your gift on the altar you have to be restored first in order to be restored you have to forgive in order to be forgiven you have to show mercy to obtain mercy and Al-Haag al is like you think it was easy for Zacchaeus to do this? you think it was easy for Zacchaeus to do this? imagine all the shame he had to endure to go back to the people he climbed on And he ruined their lives, and he did this, and he, like, for these people, and said, I'm so sorry, and I did this. Okay, here, Hmm. fourfold. And 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 too, is, you know how much he's supposed to repay? Like, according to Mosaic law, and I was interested, because I was, how much is he technically supposed to pay back? 20% 20% more Like pay back plus 20% And he said no I'm not only going to repay you 20% And I, I did this wrong to you And I'm going to pay you back fourfold, 400% Ya Rabbi why Why Zacchaeus Why you give half To the poor 10% 10% why Why you give all this because the key is that changed. He said, "Oh, cabinet that, and I don't want it. I'm done with cabinet that. I'm ready to be restored, and I'm going to live a new life. I'm not going to be. I'm not a lover of money or a lover of greed anymore, and I am different now. I want to be different. I want the Lord to restore me. I read a beautiful quote by Saint John Chrysostom about loving of money. Saint John Chrysostom, he says, I can't believe it. He says, How long?" should we love riches how long and what is the benefit of gold what is the benefit of gold he says I am astonished at the thing there is so much enchantment in the business that gold and silver should be so highly valued among us yet for our own souls we have no regard for our own souls we don't think about our own souls but in those lifeless images we give all our attention and we're always thinking about our career and our el, el, kitchen, shaklaha and the misharfe and the. But to our own souls, to our sir, Why? Today we want to be like zakir say la 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 This stuff is old, and I don't need this stuff any anymore. And the other. Part about this is that the restoration process is a process. Restoration is a process. And that's why, like, if you're trying to fix your kitchen, is it going to be restored in one day? Is it? Well, the contractor has to live on the rest of the house to fix the kitchen. Huh? Because restoration takes time. And it's important that in this restoration process, what happens is that the contractor comes and sets up shop in the house. And this is what the Lord Jesus Christ did. The Lord Jesus Christ came to His house. Part of the restoration, part of the repentance, is that the Lord Jesus Christ must come to your house. He must live in your house. And that's why all of the readings, they speak today about having the mind of Christ. How are you going to have the mind of Christ if you don't live with Christ? Yanni and I, like if you know my friend, like my best friend Abe, like if you, if you, if you hear us talk to each other, Like, he has expressions, and then I like learn those expressions, and then like I say them back, and we just say the same expressions back. We start talking like each other. Friends, they start to talk like each other. They start to become each other. If we become friends with the Lord Jesus Christ, if he is living with us, if we invite him into our house, and then we start talking to him, we start eating with him, Zacchaeus offered a meal and he is living in our house then we acquire the mind of Christ this is actually true repentance true repentance is a process is a process restoration is a process it's not just I come to Abuna (laughs) I'm done no it's living with the Lord Jesus Christ every day Make that our priority, and then we will be restored like Zacchaeus. One of the things that's beautiful about Zacchaeus is that God restored to Zacchaeus a purpose in life. At first, he was a despised tax collector, heathen. After, the tradition says he became the first bishop of Caesarea. The first bishop. God restored, Jesus gave him purpose. Restored to him and gave him like a position of honor. He had a position of powerful and rich. But God gave him something better. Restored him to something better. Job, when he had all the stuff and he lost it. God restored to him much better. God always restores much better. <laughs> this man, he had no public image. Now he became a trusted servant of the church. Allah. Allah unbelievable god can restore us in any condition that we are in But are we willing to go to him or do we go to the experts and the expert and that's it no we need to go to him the the fixer of the organ the, the the originator of the organ and live with him live with him in repentance and glory be to god forever amen